It is zero hour thirty universal time. Time for the news in special English. Leaders from about one hundred countries and organizations have promised long-term support for Afghanistan. Delegates made the promise in Bonn, Germany, at a conference on the future of Afghanistan. American Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was among the officials. She told the gathering that the United States will support Afghanistan if it works hard to make reforms, takes control of its own security, and builds a democracy based on the rule of law. Afghan President Hamid Karzai also spoke to the delegates. He said Afghanistan will need international help until at least 2024. Foreign troops are to leave the country in 2014. Pakistan is boycotting the conference because of a deadly NATO airstrike late last month that killed 24 Pakistani soldiers. French President Nicolas Sarkozy and German Chancellor Angela Merkel are calling for a new European Union treaty to control spending. The new treaty is meant to end Europe's debt crisis and save the euro. The two leaders met Monday in Paris. They want all 27 EU member countries to let the European Court of Justice examine their national government budgets. Under the plan, countries would be punished if they violate spending rules. Mr. Sarkozy and Ms. Merkel said the plan would work if just the 17 countries using the euro accept the plan. Their goal is to prevent more government financial crises like the one in Greece. The ratings company Standard & Poor's has warned Germany, France, and 13 other countries that their credit ratings could be lowered. S&P placed the 15 countries on a negative credit watch. Europe's highest-rated countries are among the nations. Economic conditions are worsening in Europe. On Thursday, European leaders meet in Brussels, Belgium, to discuss how to deal with the crisis. Standard & Poor's says it will wait until the two-day conference is over to take action. Activists in the Syrian city of Homs say militiamen loyal to President Bashar al-Assad kidnapped and killed 34 people Monday. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said it was not clear how the people died, but it said activists and witnesses report many kidnappings have taken place in the anti-Assad neighborhoods since Sunday. Earlier, Syria said it had agreed to an Arab League demand that foreign observers be let into the country. But Syria said 
It is placing conditions on the plan. The Arab League says the observers will see if the Syrian government is honoring its promise to end violence against protesters. League members have already taken steps against Syria and suspended its membership in the organization. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. In Russia, thousands of protesters gathered Monday to denounce Prime Minister Vladimir Putin and his United Russia Party. The protesters yelled, Russia without Putin. Many were arrested as they marched toward the Kremlin. Mr. Putin's United Russia Party lost its two-thirds parliamentary majority in elections Sunday. It now holds 238 out of 450 seats. International observers and opposition leaders say there was cheating and serious voting rules violations. They say the problems helped the United Russia Party. The Obama administration expressed serious concerns about the election and called for a full investigation. A state of emergency is in effect in northern Peru after violent protests over a gold mining project worth almost $5 billion. Critics fear the Conga Gold and Copper Project will pollute and reduce water supplies in the area. The protests have been taking place for almost two weeks. The emergency declaration covers four provinces in part of Cajamarca State. It restricts some civil liberties, such as the freedom of gathering, and it expands the power of police to make arrests. President Ollanta Umala has called the leaders of the protest uncompromising. The United Nations Security Council has voted to expand restrictions against Eritrea. Six African nations had appealed for the UN resolution. It condemns Eritrea for supplying money to militants in Somalia. The Eritrean government denies that it did so. The new resolution permits the UN Security Council to increase the number of Eritreans and Eritrean groups that can be denied travel documents. The Council can also block Eritreans from their money and property in foreign countries. On Monday, former Ivory Coast President Laurent Gbagbo appeared for the first time at the International Criminal Court in the Netherlands. Mr. Bagbo is charged with crimes against humanity because of violence after his country's presidential election last year. 
He stood and answered questions from the International Criminal Court during the twenty-minute appearance. A series of bomb attacks in Iraq have killed at least twenty-eight people. The attacks targeted Shiite Muslims taking part in a yearly religious observance. Bombings in Hilla, south of Baghdad, killed at least sixteen people and wounded forty-five others. In a second attack in Hilla, a bomb along a road killed at least two people and wounded three. In Baghdad, police said at least ten people were killed, and another thirty-eight wounded in three explosions. Children were among the victims. The Shiites were marching to mark Ashura, the anniversary of the death of Imam Hussein, many hundreds of years ago. Imam Hussein was a grandson of the Prophet Muhammad. And now briefly, here again is the major news of the hour. Leaders from about 100 countries and organizations have promised long-term support for Afghanistan. The leaders of France and Germany are calling for a new European Union treaty to control spending. And in Russia, thousands of protesters gathered Monday to denounce Prime Minister Vladimir Putin and his united Russia party. That's the news in VOA Special English, coming to you from Washington.